Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Frazzle drift deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Big Country, from Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast, one of your hosts. Now, uh, this is kind of a special episode. Not all four of us are here tonight, obviously. This is just going to be kind of one of those impromptu uh, not necessarily episodes that I'm doing, but something that I had to get off my chest for the YouTube channel that we're doing tonight um, with the fish video. Um, so hopefully it turns out. God damn it, my fucking this shit's all getting all fucked up. My headphones here, stupid dick. Anyways, uh, so I had to get something off my chest, right? Especially with this whole coronavirus thing. Um, what are we fucking doing as a country right now? Like. And we talked about it on the last show, so if you haven't checked out our show, go there, do that, listen to that one uh, before you check out this video, because then you won't know what I'm talking about. So a little bit of background here. Uh, I went on a rant last Sunday when we recorded our last episode, and I was telling Boya, I was like, dude, if I see a fucking another person wearing a mask in their car, or driving with you know, latex gloves on, or putting latex gloves on before they walk into a grocery store, I'm gonna fucking lose it. Okay, uh, because here's what here's what it doesn't make any sense. You're putting on PPE essentially to protect yourself from a virus that uh, just so you guys know, and I'm going to play a little bit of uh, audio clip here for you in a little bit to give you some background that you can't catch a virus. You can't do it. Uh, it's not possible to catch a virus. Viruses are in you. Viruses are mutations of cells and genes in your body. And there's certain parameters that need to be in effect for viruses to mutate. Which is why um, I can give you a strep throat if I have it because it's a bacterial infection. But I can't give you a sinus infection. I don't know if that makes sense. But you'll hear some audio clips that I'll play a little bit later from some research that I've been doing this weekend, and somebody sent me the video, so I got to check ch- 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 it out. Um, but you're putting fucking gloves on, right? You're putting a mask. You put a mask on your face, and you put some gloves on your face, and then you're, oh, I'm, I'm safe now. And then you touch the fucking shopping cart, and then you fucking touch your phone, and then you touch your keys, and then you touch your wallet, and then you get your card out of your wallet that you pat in there all the time, and then you sat in your car with, and then you put the fucking key or you put the card in the fucking key card scanner and then you punch your gloves on the buttons and then you fucking touch your face and you're like, Oh, I fucking protected. Does anybody realize how stupid that is? I see motherfuckers driving down the road with masks on in their car. Why? In case you drive through a Corona cloud. What are we fucking doing? What are we doing? I got off work the other day or excuse me. When I was at work the other day, I saw this guy, Walking down the street with a mask on, right? And he had latex gloves, walking his dog in downtown uh, Kansas City. Walking a husky that had, like, little feet condoms on. 
and he's walking his dog down the street. And I'm like, you are the dumbest person in the, are you worried your dog might step in Corona? He might step in COVID and then bring it into your house. You were an idiot. You are dumb. You are the closest thing to uh, the missing link that we possibly have. Because I'm not an evolutionist. I don't believe in evolution. I, bl- I believe in God. I'm a creationist. I've said that on our show uh, numerous times. Uh, probably not the best example of it. But you've shaken that belief. <laughs> not really, but as a joke. Uh, that we might have come from monkeys. Because that's the dumbest fucking thing that you can do as a person. You're, you're, you're putting protection on your dog's feet in case he steps in what you think, because you've been told, because you're brainwashed, a virus that you cannot, you can't get it. You can't, the reason you can't get a virus is because a virus is non-living. A virus needs a host because it's not alive. Once it leaves the host in any way, shape, or form, it dies. Versus bacteria. Bacteria can live on surfaces, different kind of surfaces, for hours, days, sometimes even weeks, right? And we'll get into that a little bit. But I wanted to make an oh, sorry, that was a little loud. I wanted to make an announcement for everybody out there. And as of March nineteenth, COVID nineteen is no longer considered to be a high conscious consequence, excuse me, high consequence infectious disease or an HCID. So what do I mean by that? Well, this was. Uh, actually presented just a little bit ago, just a few days ago, that uh, COVID is no longer considered a high-risk infectious disease. So the four public nations, uh, Health HCID Group, made an interim recommendation in January 2020 to classify COVID-19 as an HCID. That was based on consideration of the UK, United Kingdom, HCID criteria about the virus. The disease was with information available during the early stages of the outbreak. Now that more is known about COVID-19, the public health bodies in the UK have reviewed the most up-to-date information about COVID-19 against the UK HCID criteria. They have determined that several features have now changed. In particular, more information is available about mortality rates, low overall, and there is now greater clinical awareness and a specific and sensitive laboratory test, the availability of which continues to increase. The Advisory Committee on Dangerous Pathogens, or ACDP, is also of the opinion that COVID-19 should no longer be classified as an HCID. The need to have a national coordinated response remains, but this is being met by government's COVID-19 response. Cases of COVID-19 are no longer managed by HCID treatment centers only. All healthcare workers managing possible confirmed cases should follow the updated national infectious and preventive ICP guidance for the COVID-19. Now, this is all based, of course, of how bad COVID-19 was by a guy named Neil Ferguson. Now, Neil Ferguson is a high-ranking researcher or scientist, if you want to give him that title, from the Imperial College of uh, London. Now, he said that the virus initially, according to his computer model that he ran a scenario with, was going to kill at least, at least a million people worldwide. At least. Higher millions probable. Um, Then he comes out and goes, whoops, I was wrong. Never mind. So based on those two things, right, with Neil Ferguson's uh, 
obviously blundered computer model and the fact that COVID-19 is no longer considered a uh, HCID, shouldn't we all be jumping for joy? Shouldn't we all be leaving our fucking houses? Shouldn't we be running outside and be rejoicing the fact that, hey, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as they thought. It's not as bad as we all thought. So we should be able to go home, right? That's what we should do. Wrong. Because what you're seeing is the fact that people are not understanding the fact that we are being lied to. And we've debated this numerous times on the show. And we kind of have... Because if you go on the internet, there's going to be so many fucking things that you're going to be able to look at. About, okay, is it about Donald Trump draining the swamp further? Is it about Donald Trump running um, like a child prostitution like breakdown of Hollywood and arresting um, CEOs that are involved with child pedophilia and they're involved with money laundering, et cetera, et cetera. Him taking over the Fed and going back to a gold standard. Is it about a, a, a huge banker bailout again that's being covered up? Um, is it about furthering the Agenda 21? Uh, because basically, <coughs> excuse me, as citizens, everyone out there is like asking for martial law like it's a good thing. And I fucking don't get it. Like one bit. I, I don't understand it. It's not a good thing to request to have your rights taken away and then expect for you to get those back when shit calms down. If it ever calms down. The fact that people ran out and bought fucking toilet paper for a virus that doesn't make you shit. Like, the amount of toilet paper that you would have to stock up, even even when you, ha- like, even if you have just the regular yearly flu, you still don't need that much toilet paper. But somebody told you you need toilet paper, so you went out and bought toilet paper. You went out and bought masks. You bought gloves. Somebody could have told you you needed baking soda and fucking hot dogs, and you would have stocked up on all that shit, too. And then you're begging you're begging to be locked up in your house divorces are on the rise right now because of it the economy is crashing right now because of it the 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 infrastructure of the united states is is tanking because of this because everyone is so afraid of something that can't get them it could, sure. Everyone everyone has a virus inside of your body. I don't know if that's something that people even understand at this point, but everybody has a virus in your body. Now, it just depends on whether or not those cells will mutate to create a virus and if your immune system is healthy enough to combat it. That's why they say, that, well, this virus that people have been infected with, it seems to have a higher mortality rate with people who have pre-existing health conditions. Well, shit, yeah. I mean, fuck, if you have a compromised immune system, a goddamn cold can take your ass out. But that's not like news to anybody else out there. So let me go ahead and play you this clip from an individual who breaks down why you cannot catch a virus. 
and maybe it'll make a little bit more sense to you. So just bear with me. It's about 10 minutes long, and I'll kind of do a little bit of commentating in and out of there. You're going to hear some button clicks from the computer because this is just kind of how we have to do it right now. But here it is right here. A few weeks, so I'm making this for my friends to clear a few things up. First and foremost, something you should know, you cannot catch a virus. And why can't you catch a virus? Because it's impossible. So why is it impossible to catch a virus? Question. A virus is alive. Is a virus a living thing? No, no, no. So how is it that people think that you can catch something that is not alive? Everybody knows you never go full retard. Now, I know a lot of people are genuinely concerned, so that's why I'm making this, to hopefully cure some of the unnecessary fear and stress. And if you are feeling that, it's because you're causing it for yourself. <laughs> and just so you don't think I'm sitting here making stuff up, I'll quickly tell you my background so you know how and why I'm telling you these things. I was one of those kids that could read and write before I even started school. I knew my 1 to 12 times table before other kids even knew how to open a book. I won academic scholarships at two expensive private schools. I did six years of science, which included medicine. I did six years of natural health and medicine. And I spent three years solely looking into the nature of viruses, bacteria, protozoans, fungus, and parasites. And as a practitioner, I treated myself and a number of other people successfully long-term for conditions of the same. And when I did my last IQ and aptitude test, I was taken into a separate room and I was interrogated to see if I cheated. And more than anything, unlike Google and Facebook, I don't have vested financial interest dictating what I can say. And I don't have shares in vaccine companies. So what is a virus anyway? Well, a virus is nothing more than a solvent. And these solvents are created within the cells of the body. This is why you cannot catch a virus. Viruses are created cellularly. Now, the body can create hundreds of thousands of different viruses at any time. So why does a cell need to create a virus or a solvent? It's created in response to the built-up toxicity that we have in our bodies. So how does a cell become toxic? Well, a lot of people have spent a number of years putting shit in their minds and shit in their body. A lot of people think that it's just totally fine to eat supermarket food, you can microwave it, just get flu shots injected into you every year, just drink your tap water. You know, people that go after organic food are tinfoil hat wearing boogers. The thing is, is that nature doesn't care what you believe. You can believe that any of those things are true, but nature doesn't care what you believe. So a lot of people have asked me, what is a flu? Well, a flu is a viral detoxification or a cleansing. A cold, on the other hand, is mostly bacterial. And for the most part, what needs cleaning out of the cells are environmental toxins, such as heavy metals, plastics, uh, any kind of environmental industrial pollutants, the chemicals that you use in your home to clean things with, things you put in your body, and so on and so forth. Now, a virus does not attack cell tissue. What happens is that as a virus, which is a solvent, breaks down the toxic residue within a cell, it creates essentially a toxic waste. So that's why you'll feel shitty if you've got a viral infection. And what can happen is if there's a lot of shit in your cells, you're going to create a lot of toxic waste as that virus breaks down. So what happens is that if there's too much of it, it can actually cause cell damage, and in extreme cases, it can cause cell death. So there is actually one way that you can catch a virus, and I'm going to tell you what that is in a minute. But you've got to learn a bit about the nature of viruses before I can tell you how you can catch one. But millions of people are dying, and you can catch some bat flu off of a counter or by being around your friends. Because if we keep buying them, they'll keep selling the lies. A virus is specific to specific cells in the body. So somebody with hepatitis, for example, which affects the liver, does that affect the heart? Do they have lung problems? Do they have brain or gonad problems? Likewise, a virus that attacks the lungs will not affect the kidneys. It's because the virus is specific to specific cells in the body. So because a virus is not transmissible within your own body, it should make sense that a virus is not transmissible between people. And it's especially impossible for a virus to make the jump between species. <laughs> Wee! 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 
This is why you can't get an avian flu, a swine flu, a bat flu, a monkey flu, or any other flu that affects an animal, except for one way, and we will get to that. So how is it that a number of people can get a virus at the same time? If it is created within the cells, how is it that a lot of people can get it at the same time? Well, if somebody at home has a cold, or somebody at work or at your sporting club, does everybody in that place get a cold? You know that the answer is no, despite the fact that a bacterial infection can be contagious. And why can a bacterial or a fungal infection be contagious? Because they are living things. A virus, remember, is not a living thing. So how is it that a number of people can get a virus at the same time? There is an intelligence that runs through all of life. It's why seeds know when to germinate. It's why animals know when to mate or to hibernate or to come out of hibernation. So the body knows when it's a good time to undergo a cleaning. And it knows when it's a good time from the environment and climatic conditions. This is why a number of people in the same area can undergo a viral detoxification. But again, does everybody get a viral detoxification at the same time? You already know that the answer is no. So why is that? Well, they may have already undergone a recent cleansing. They may just be very healthy people and they're always watching the way they eat, the way they think, the way they move, the way they sleep. The intelligence that runs through all of life means that that body knows that it does not have to undergo a viral detoxification at that point in time. Additionally, our bodies all talk to each other, particularly our immune systems. This is one of the ways that we're attracted to the opposite sex. We can sense their immune system. It's how we know that we can create a genetically diverse offspring that will have the greatest chance of survival. We sense another's immune system partly by scent and this has been taken away quite a lot in modern life. Things like perfumes and colognes and especially when women go on the pill it can affect their ability to sense a man's immune system. This is why some women come off birth control when they decide it's time to have a baby with their partner and they smell them for the first time and they realize that they're actually not attracted to them. And while I can't condense more than 10 years of experience into a short video hopefully that's enough to show you why you cannot catch a virus, and you can start asking some good questions, such as, what is this coronavirus really about? Well, a lot of people were sus on this from the start for a number of reasons. Not everybody buys into what they hear from the media. And recently I saw a video from a guy who was clearly able to use his own brain. He asked a couple of good questions, and those questions led to the finding of vaccine patents. So what you can do is you can look up these patent numbers right now. First one being US 200 and when you look at that, you'll see how long ago coronavirus was patented. Now, here's a European one. EP 317-231-9B1. And that one you'll find to be a vaccine patent, which was funnily enough just approved in November of 2019. When did we start seeing coronavirus? So I guess it's time to tell you the only way that you can actually catch a virus. I got a booty. <laughs> the only way that you can catch a virus is by having it injected into your bloodstream. So remembering the viruses are created cellularly as a response to your internal environment, which means yes, taking responsibility for your thoughts, actions, and beliefs, all beliefs being a form of ignorance, because you know if you have to believe something, it's because you don't know. So how can a human get a virus from a pig or a bat or a bird or a monkey? Remembering the viruses used to be blamed on other races, such as Mexicans and Spanish flu. Remember the viruses cannot cross species and you can't even catch it from within the same species because it has to be created within animal tissue, remembering that we are human animals. So the way that you can create a virus, you can get sick and unhealthy animal tissue and put it in a petri dish. It will create a virus and you can incubate that virus. The only reason it can stay alive, remembering it's not alive, the only reason that a virus can actually be there and be in play is that it's taking care of toxicity within cells 
in animal tissue. So what happens with that incubated virus is it's sterilized and put into a vaccine. Now straight away you don't want that because that's bad news. Then when it's added to 70 or 80 chemicals, you definitely don't want that in your body. So when these viruses are loaded into vaccines and flown all the way around the world, and people are getting their flu shots and all their other vaccines, that's the only way you can get animal tissue into your own bloodstream. It is so far beyond the realm of possibility to get animal tissue into your bloodstream by way of being around people or from surfaces or from the air or from any other way other than injection. So you really want to question all this advice that's being given out about your toilet paper and your hand sanitizers and your everything else and the idea that this virus is killed upon contact of heat or anything else because a virus isn't alive in the first place. So how can you kill something that is never alive? So there's only two things that you need to do. One, don't get a flu shot. Actually, don't get any shot. And two, don't stay in your house. You gotta be outside getting sunlight and fresh air if you want your body to run optimally and not need to undergo a viral detoxification. There is something else you can do actually, and that is to turn off your TV and your social media. And I did make this video to help to bring some common sense and start relieving some of that fear and stress. So I won't go too far into what's really going on with this worldwide pandemic. By the way, who's verifying these deaths? Like who's actually counting these deaths? And who's actually verifying that the deaths that do occur aren't from any standard flu? Which by the way, flus kill half a million to a million people every year. Every year. It only affects the weak. And if it's not a natural virus that's happening within your own body for beneficial purposes, the only way you can get that is to have an injection. So instead of thinking you're doing the right thing by using all the correct words like COVID-19 and self-isolating and social distancing, and instead of staying indoors like a self-indulgent cactus, washing your hands like it's going out of fashion and humping doorknobs, farting in bathtubs, laughing your ass off, and dictating to other people what they should be doing with their lives when perhaps they're just immune to media. So guys, if you're doing that, then you're not actually helping anything. What you're really doing is you're laying down you're bending over, you're spreading your legs, and you're letting the long arm of the system get itself shoulder deep inside of you. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Most people have no idea about how the world works, certainly don't have any idea about how the mind and body works. And there are some things going on that, you, if this goes down the way people are letting it go down, you can say goodbye to what you have left of your rights and freedoms in this world. So if that's been you, Pull your finger out, get outside, do normal things, watch the streets and watch what's going on out there. Because if you're sitting in your house, counting the number of days in your social isolation, counting death tolls like it's a fucking Olympic medal tally on the TV, you are literally paving the way to losing your rights and freedoms and you're going to come out of your house with less than what you had when you went in. And I'm not just talking about baked beans and toilet paper. You don't buy that? That's Sean Penn, 2001, I am saying. Remember? Wherefore retard. Went home empty handed. I'll leave you with one bit of friendly advice, and that is to start using your own mind. Because if you don't use your own mind, someone else is going to use it for you, and it's not going to be to your benefit. So I hope that helped. And if anybody has any real questions, and they don't have something to say like, I don't agree with that, then I'm happy to do Q&As. Um, if I don't get real questions, I'm more than happy to just play guitar and do my own thing. So I hope that helped, and I'll catch you all later. Bye. Okay, so... <clears throat> If you listen to that and you're you're not buying what he said, you, you still think that it is a global uh, Freudian slip there. Sorry, I'm a flat earther. I don't believe in the globe. Worldwide pandemic of a virus, 
a virus that, that's not alive. You can't catch a virus because it's not alive. Um, we're going to play another clip here in just a minute by one Dr. Thomas Cowan, or Co- Cowan, it's probably Cowan, C-O-W-A-N, who really knows what the fuck he's talking about here. So he is a medical doctor who practices in, uh, surprisingly enough, San Francisco. And his bio reads as such. Thomas Cowan, MD, has studied and written about many subjects in medicine, including nutrition, homeopathic, anthrophilosophical medicine, and herbal medicine. He is the author of Human Heart, Cosmic Heart, the principal author of The Fourfold Path to Healing, and co-author excuse me, with Sally Fallon of the Nursing Traditions Book of Baby and Child Care. Dr. Cowan has served as vice president of the Physicians Association of Anthro... Anthro... Anthropoph- Philosophic? Anthroposophic. Jesus Christ, that's a word. I am not good at words. Medicine and is founding board member of the Weston A. Price Foundation. He also writes the Ask a Doctor column and Wise Traditions in Food Farming and the Healing Arts. The Weston A. Price Foundation quarterly magazine and he lectured throughout the U.S. and the United States. He currently resides in San Francisco where he uh, practices medicine there. So I'll play a clip from here in just a few minutes. But I'm going to take three things about what that uh, original clip that I just played for you guys that you cannot catch a virus, okay? And three things are, <clears throat> what are they telling us right now? Do not go outside. Get your flu shot, right? And here's how you entertain yourself inside. Wi-Fi, cell phone, Zoom, video calling, TV, Netflix, Hulu, keep watching, stay inside, don't go outside. And then here's what really pisses me off about this shit. Every time I fucking drive to work, okay, every time I drive home from work, every every commercial in between Spotify, if I'm listening to a podcast, if I'm listening to the radio, is get your updates right now on Corona-19, COVID-19, coming to you live right now from KFKFKFKFKFK9. Here are the facts that you need to know to keep yourself safe for the corona outbreak. Wash your hands. Stay inside. Don't go out. Don't even fucking look at somebody. Keep your mouth covered and you'll survive. Don't be a victim. Be part of the cure. One last thing. Don't fucking go outside. I promise. Like, what? Like, okay. So, just a week ago, unfortunately, Joe Diffie passed away, who's a very famous country artist. If you know country music, you know who he is. You know the one of the famous songs he's uh, made him huge, you know. John Deere Green on a hot rickin' ding. She wrote Billy Bob Charlie. Right, so they, <clears throat> that guy passed away. Now, they said it was from the coronavirus, and I'm not going to say that he didn't pass away from the coronavirus. It very could have been the coronavirus because the virus is real. Um, but he's an older gentleman. I believe he's 61. That's not super old, but old enough. Maybe he had a compromised immune system. Maybe something was wrong with his body. I don't know. But they literally said this on the fucking radio. They went, here we pay tribute to jo- the late, great Joe Diffie. He was taken out by coronavirus. Don't let coronavirus take you out. Wash your hands and cover your mouth. Oh, by the way, don't fucking go outside. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? This is nuts. People have fucking lost it. Thankfully, you listen to this show, so hopefully you haven't fucking lost your mind. And you're not too worried about washing your hands every 
goddamn 10 seconds or when you blow your nose you got to go fucking take a shower or you know when you touch a door handle you got to go fucking delice before you step you know outside with your family or whatever i'm so sick and tired of hearing the word fucking social distancing you got to realize that we are around different people every day all day if you haven't gotten it yet, if the virus has, that it's in your body already has not mutated, you're probably fucking fine. If you don't eat Cinnabons and Cinnabons, you know what I'm saying? That cat daddy, that sugar cane, papa, that sugar cane. If you don't sit around and eat bonbons and fucking McDonald's all day long and you do some sit-ups in your life and you don't drink water with fluoride in it and you don't brush your teeth with fluoride in it and you don't sit there... And just loaf and let tartar build up on your arteries. You're probably going to be just fine. So let me play this clip real quick for you guys. From Dr. Thomas Cowan. How he discusses COVID-19. Bear with me. It's another 10 minutes. Now. I have 10 minutes. I wasn't sure I was going to get to this stage. But. I can't help but. Say something about this whole coronavirus thing. If you want me to. So, again, when you know Steiner, you have the answers to the test, but you have to then figure out the details. In 1918, after the um, uh, huge, biggest pandemic, the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918, Steiner was asked, what was this all about? And he said, Well, viruses are simply excretions of a toxic cell. Viruses are pieces of DNA or RNA with a few other proteins. They butt out from the cell. They happen when the cell is poisoned. They are not the cause of anything. And the first way I would encourage you to think about this is if you are a famous dolphin doctor, right? and you have been studying dolphins in the Arctic Circle for hundreds of years, or at least a long time, and the dolphins were fine. And then they call you up, Fred, all the dolphins, or a lot of the dolphins are dying in the Arctic Circle. Can you come and investigate? Right? And you have one question to ask. So, show of hands, how many of you would say, I want to investigate a dolphin to see the genetic makeup of that dolphin? Nobody, because that's stupid. <laughs> How many of you would say, I want to see if this dolphin and that dolphin has a virus because it might be contagious and that's why all these dolphins are getting sick? That fellow. How many of you would say, excuse my French here, somebody put some shit in the water here? <laughs> like Exxon Valdez? Anybody? Everybody. Because that's what happened. And the cells get poisoned. They try to purify themselves by excreting debris, which we call viruses. If you, if you go to the current theory of viruses called exosomes in the latest head of the NIH giving a talk on the complexity of viruses, you will see this is perfectly in line with the current thinking on what a virus really is. I had a dramatic example of this when I was growing up. Out, right outside our house, there was a wetlands. 
and they were full of frogs, and the frogs kept me up at night, so I taped the windows, and they were, in the spring it was, they made a big racket. And then over time, the frogs were all gone. How many thinks the, virus, the frogs had a genetic disease? How many thinks the vi- that frogs had a virus? How many thinks somebody put DDT into the water? That's what happened. Diseases are poisoning. It's one of the reasons why vaccines... So, let me skip that for a minute. So what happened in 1918? There was a huge... In every, every pandemic in the last 150 years, there was an, a quantum leap in the electrification of the Earth. In 1918, late, uh, late fall of 1917, there was the introduction of radio waves around the world. Whenever you expose any biological system to a new electromagnetic field, you poison it, you kill some, and the rest go into a kind of suspended animation so that, interestingly, they live a little bit longer and sicker. And then starts in World War II with the next pandemic with the introduction of radar equipment all over the Earth, blanketing the entire Earth in radar fields. First time humans have ever been exposed to that. In 1968, there was the Hong Kong flu, and it was the first time the Earth has a protective layer in the Van Allen belt, which essentially integrates the cosmic uh, fields from the sun and the Earth, from the moon and Jupiter, etc., integrates that and essentially distributes that to the living beings of the Earth. And we put satellites emitting radioactive frequencies in the Van Allen belt. Within six months, we had a new viral pandemic. Why viral? Because the people are poisoned, they excrete toxins, they look like viruses, people think it's, an, it's a flu epidemic. In the 1918 the, uh, epidemic, the Boston Health Department decided to investigate the contagiousness of this, so they, believe it or not, took hundreds of people with the flu, and they sucked the snot out of their nose and injected it into the healthy people who didn't have the flu, and not one time could they make the next person sick. They did this over and over again, and they were not able to demonstrate contagion. They even did it with horses who apparently got the Spanish flu, and they put bags over their head, and the horses sneezed in the bag, and they put the bag over the next horse, and not one horse got sick. You can read about this in a book called The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg, who chronicles all the steps in the electrification of the earth and how within six months there was a new flu pandemic all over the world. And when you invest, when you hear the normal explanations, how did it go from Kansas to South Africa in two weeks? So the entire world got the symptoms at the same time, in spite of the fact that the mode of transportation was horseback and boats, and there's no explanation for it. They just say, we don't know how that happened. But when you think about it, with these radio waves and other frequencies that some of you have in your pocket and on your wrist, you can send a signal to Japan, and it arrives instantaneously. So any of you who don't believe there is an electromagnetic field that communicates globally within seconds just is not paying attention to this. 
And I will only finish by pointing out that there has been a dramatic and quantum leap in the last six months with the electrification of the Earth. And I'm sure a lot of you know what that is. It's called 5G, where they now have 20,000 radiation-emitting satellites, just like the radiation-emitting thing in your pocket and on your wrist and that you use all the time. That is not compatible with health. I'm sorry to say it. It's not compatible with health. That is a water destructuring device. And for any of you who say, yeah, well, well, we're not electrical beings, we're just physical matter, then don't bother doing an EKG or an EEG or a nerve conduction test because we are electrical beings and the chemicals are only the byproduct of those electrical impulses. And I'll finish with anybody want to make one guess as to where the first completely blanketed 5G city in the world was. Exactly. So when you start thinking about this, we are in an existential crisis here, folks, the likes of which humankind has never seen. And I don't want to go all Old Testament prophet on you, uh, but this is something that is unprecedented. The, the putting of 100,000 satellites in the very blanket of the Earth. And by the way, as I was going to say earlier, this actually has something to do with the vaccine question. And this got brought home to me because about a year ago or so, I had a patient who came in who was totally fine, a surfer and all, and then he broke his... He works as an electrician putting in Wi-Fi systems for very wealthy people. Electricians have a very high mortality rate. But he was fine. And then he breaks his arm and he gets a metal plate put Damn, in his arm. Me. Three months later, he couldn't get out of bed and was total, you know, heart irregularities, just total collapse. The susceptibility has to do with how much metal you have in your body as well as the quality of the water in your cells. So if you start injecting aluminum in people, they become receptors for absorbing increased electromagnetic fields, and that is a perfect storm for the kind of deterioration of the species, which is what we're now experiencing. And I'm just going to finish with one more thing, which I like to, is a quote from Rudolf Steiner. And by the way, this was around 1917, so it was a different time. In times when there were no electrical currents, when the air was not swarming with electrical influ influences, we're talking 1917, it was easier to be human. For this reason, in order to be human at all today, it is necessary to expend much stronger spiritual capacities than was necessary a century ago. So I'll just leave you with whatever you can do to increase your spiritual capacities because it's really damn hard to be human being these days. So thanks for listening. Okay, so, wow. Does everybody get what we're fucking talking about now? Now, I'm not going to go too in to 5G, right? 
Um, we're going to try to get a guest on the show that we were going to have earlier in the year before this all happened. He was actually going to come on the show and talk about 5G, and that's basically uh, all he does. He has a, he has an Instagram that's just dope. Uh, it's called Transcending Towers. Check him out. Um, he actually has a collaboration of short stories that he put into a book. Uh, my story and Boya's story are in that book. I'm assuming he put them both in there. Could be wrong. But anyways, check his shit out. Um, he will hopefully be on the show soon. So um, to talk about what this is, man, it would have been killer if we would have had him on the show prior to all of this. Because then we would be like, whoa, dude, motherfucker was on to something. So um, that's going to be it for me tonight. Hopefully you've enjoyed this one. Uh, unfortunately, there's going to be you know, no video to this one. Um, we're still getting that all settled. There will be a video for the next one that we do on YouTube. So this is going to go up to our uh, podcast. If you want to find out where to, you know, see all of our shit, you can check us out on Instagram. We do have a podcast. It's what you're listening to right now. It's pretty great, actually. Go to, um, you can go to our website, which is in the drop down menu on the, our Instagram we're on Spreaker, we're on Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio. There's a lot of different shit. You can go check us out it, and then you can go find it, and you'll really enjoy it. Um, so hopefully that kind of eased some of your guys' tensions out there, the people that are listening to this show. Hopefully if you listen to the show, you can share the show and get this shit out there, because what's going on right now is fucking unprecedented. It's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, dude. People have lost their goddamn minds, and I can't figure out why. Uh, oh, I know why. They watch the fucking news. If you want some advice from me, stop watching the goddamn news. You know, wipe your nose and then and then put it on a, a door handle somewhere. You'll be just fine. All right? Uh, oh, and one last thing. Don't fucking go outside. Stay indoors. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye now. Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Frazzle drift deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. 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 My balls is hot.